Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Country, gearing up for the potential protest. On abortion, Virginia Democrats do a victory lap. We will not rest. I'm Nick Einelli. How one local organization is helping to support kids in their mental health. In downtown D.C., I'm Scott Gelman. Gains on Wall Street, the Dow ended up more than 200 points. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Linda Kenyon in Washington. An Islamic extremist has been convicted in the deaths of eight people after he plowed a truck into people who were on a New York City bike path in 2017. WCBS's Alice Gaynor has details. A prison notebook seized last year had ISIS drawings. He called himself a soldier of the caliphate during a phone call to his mother from prison. The defense admitted he did it, believing he was doing God's will and continues to believe that. So they did not cross-examine any witness or survivor. They argued he did it for religious reasons, saying he was a supporter of ISIS, not a member, merely watching general videos in encrypted chats with no actual connection to the group. They presented no case, did not call any witnesses. Sefulo Saibov could face the death penalty. Cities around the country are preparing for protests Friday night. That's when officials in Memphis are planning to release body cam footage showing the death of Tyree Nichols. Nichols loves skateboarding. His family attended a vigil at a Memphis skate park Thursday. Thursday night. We don't have to grieve alone. We don't have to be enraged alone. The Shelby County District Attorney says his team worked quickly to expedite the case because of its extraordinary nature. Nishelle Medina, CBS News. Five fired Memphis police officers face secondary murder and other charges in Nichols' death. In the double murder trial of Alex Murdoch, Sergeant Daniel Green took the witness stand Thursday. His immediate reaction was to start telling me about an incident that had happened with his son uh, with a boating accident. With the boating accident? Yes, sir. Had you asked him anything about that? I did not. Murdoch is charged with killing his wife and 22-year-old son to distract from financial crimes that were about to come to light. The leader of the Scientology movement may be missing, but some members believe that he's just trying to avoid legal action. CBS's Steve Futterman has a story. Where is David Miscavige? Attorneys have been attempting to serve him with court documents. Those documents deal with a child trafficking lawsuit filed by several former Scientology members. It also includes allegations of forced labor. Miscavige became the church leader after its founder, L. Ron Hubbard, died. Some suggest he is hiding to avoid being served and forced to appear in court. A close encounter of the asteroid kind. Here's CBS's Bradley Blackburn. It was just 2,200 miles above Earth's surface. That is 10 times closer than communication satellites and 100 times closer than the moon. Toymaker Hasbro is cutting about 1,000 jobs. The company behind Monopoly, Play-Doh, and My Little Pony says the layoffs amount to 15% of its global full-time workforce. The layoffs follow poor earnings in the fourth quarter. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. You know, it's true. Difficult times have a way of focusing us. Charlie did not die from an overdose. Charlie was poisoned. Websites and social media selling fake medicines may look legitimate, but they're not. He died in less than 15 minutes after taking the pill. Any medication not purchased from a licensed pharmacy could be deadly. No other family should go through this. This is horrific. 
Go to safe.pharmacy. Learn about fake medicine on social media and if an online pharmacy is safe. WTOP at 203. Good Friday morning, January 27th, 2023. Winds diminish as we head towards daybreak, becoming fair, mild, chilly. Lows in the 20s and 30s before we're done. 33 right now. And a good Friday morning to you. I'm glad you're with us here at WTLP. Topping the stories we're following for you at this early 2 a.m. hour. D.C. police are preparing this morning for potential protest tonight, Friday night, after Memphis officials will formally today release that controversial body cam footage from the violent confrontation between police and Tyree Nichols. In a statement, D.C. police say this week they are activating all officers in anticipation of demonstrations across the city. Nichols died three days after a traffic stop confrontation with five former Memphis officers. They are now all charged formally with murder this week. We are expecting footage formally from the interaction to be made public sometime after 7 p.m. tonight, Friday night, January 27th. Now, Nichols' family has already seen the footage, we're told. Their attorney says it shows the 29-year-old being shocked, pepper-sprayed, and restrained, and then beaten for three minutes straight. WTOP at 2.05. Democratic state lawmakers in Virginia are doing the victory lap this morning after voting down a number of bills that would have restricted access to abortion statewide. Senate Democrats will not stop fighting for your reproductive rights. Democratic State Senator L. Louise Lucas celebrating after the Senate's Education and Health Committee, which she chairs, voted to kill three bills, including one supported by Governor Glenn Youngkin that would have banned most abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy. I was clear. If Governor Youngkins and Republicans brought their abortion bans to my committee, they go right straight in the trash can. And that's exactly where they are. Youngkin's office responded with a statement saying that Virginia Democrats have an extreme position on abortion and are not interested in a reasonable compromise. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. WTOP at 205. Scott Ziegler, the former local superintendent for Loudoun County Public Schools, has had his motion denied in a Virginia courtroom this week as he tried to get charges in a case against him thrown out. His former spokesman, Wade Bayard, who is currently suspended, was also there. Both were indicted last year by a special grand jury investigating the school system's handling of two in-school sexual assaults by the same student in 2021. Ziegler has two trials scheduled, one for May the 22nd of the spring, the other in the summer, July 10th. Byard's trial is in the summer, set for June 20th. A D.C.-based group called Life Pieces to Masterpieces aims to empower black kids between the ages of 3 and 25. At a mentoring summit this week, organization members shared how they support kids' mental health. Even at 30, I needed a mentor. That's William Elder Bill Pitts, Life Pieces to Masterpieces family engagement consultant, speaking at a mentorship conference here at the Marriott Marquis. What I think I try to do is to let them know that there's a greatness in them, that it's inborn. The group works with kids in Ward 7 and 8, offering things like summer camps and after-school programming. Tyreek Mack is a program alum in University City of Virginia law student. He really instilled me uh, lessons of who I am. What does it really mean to be a young black man in America, despite what the stereotypes on the on, on TV or what social media might put in front of you? 
In downtown D.C., Scott Gelman, WTOP News. We are now nearly two weeks into Maryland's legislative session, and we're now hearing from Maryland's black leaders. They're all laying out their top priorities for this year. The Maryland Black Caucus's policy priorities this legislative session include cannabis legalization, education, and supporting black businesses. Delegate Nick Charles laid out some of the plans to support local business owners through the proposed Small Business Protection Act, which would ensure minority-owned businesses are considered in the procurement process when it comes to state contracts. Our legislative agenda moving forward, this session includes extending and protecting the minority business enterprise program to make sure that the state is not leaving anything out. Charles says the caucus will also support a bill to provide more funding for tech diversity among black entrepreneurs. These are some important issues to make sure we're taking care of the African-American community. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. It's Friday, January 27th. Welcome into WTOP. Glad you're with us for the time. Now is 2.08 in the Michael morning. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Sons. I weather on the 8th and when it breaks. Good morning to Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. I got an update from Prince William County Police. They just have the northbound lanes of Route 1 blocked between Opitz Boulevard and Featherstone Road. They did have southbound block when fire and rescue were on scene, but they've since cleared. So just the northbound side is shut. So watch for police direction to get around it. Southbound again, all lanes have been reopened. Now, if you're traveling on 66, eastbound, headed east of 28 Centerville toward the Fairfax County Parkway. Single file left gets you by the work zone. As of late, delays have been brief. Further east, as you approach the Beltway, the work zone have been in the left lane of three. And then finally, as you enter the Roslyn Tunnel, you're getting by the work zone single file to right. But as of late, you get by without delay. Westbound working out near 28 in Centerville, blocking a single left lane. And then as you head west of 29 Centerville toward the rest area in Manassas, single file left gets you by the construction there. Looking for a new car? The wait is over. Fitzgerald Automall has hundreds of new and used cars to choose from. Visit Fitzmall.com. Transparency you can trust. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Looking at a pretty good couple of days here as we begin to end the month of January. It has been a very warm month, and it looks like that warmth wants to continue. Going to be above average again on our Friday. Starting off cool, so stepping out the front door, you'll need the coats. Uh, temperatures, though, rebounding into the mid-40s, going 47 in the city. That is above average. Now we will see sunshine, too, so not bad at all. Saturday looking great. We'll see a mix of clouds and sun. Look for a high temperature into the low 50s. We're going 54 in the city. Then on Sunday, a high temperature of 53. Now, we will see plenty of clouds on Sunday. That ahead of our next storm system that moves in late Sunday into Sunday night. That's when most of the rain falls. Not expecting a big storm, but again, we will see rain Sunday night into very early Monday morning. But most of Monday should be dry. Monday's high temperature, I'm going 52 degrees. So, yeah, more 50s across the region. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about. But you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. This is WTOP News. 
Commuting habits have not quite returned to pre-COVID pandemic levels, just yet anyway, and that includes people riding Metro these days. But ridership is said to be climbing. And with more trains being allowed back on the tracks these days, more trains will be rolling through the city as well. We're going to increase uh, uh, train frequency. Starting February 7th on the Blue Orange and what's known as the Blue Plus line right now, you'll see trains rolling through every 12 minutes. But in the core of Metro, where the Orange, Blue and Silver lines all overlap between Stadium Armory and Roslyn. Customers should expect a train every three and a half minutes. Metro GM Randy Clark. That is a big deal because it impacts so many people that transfer in the system as well. All Orange Line trains will also be at least eight cars long starting the 7th. And then all lines will experience an increase in eight-car train sets. Shorter wait times are coming to the red line starting the 21st. John Dome in WTOP News. Metro bus driver is being praised as a hero for saving the lives of two children who were shot in D.C. Earlier this month, a six-year-old and a nine-year-old child were hit by stray gunfire as they were getting off a Metro bus on the way home from school at the time. Metro board chair Paul Smedberg says Ufina Hall was actually driving that bus. The children were able to get back on the bus, and Ms. Hall drove them and her other customers to a safe location further down the street. From there, they were taken to the hospital. Both kids expected to recover. Thank you, Operator Hall, for your quick thinking that not only saved the lives of those innocent children, but also protected the other customers aboard your bus. We recognize you today for being a true hero. One person's been charged in the incident. Police are still looking this morning for other suspects in the case. Virginia's Supreme Court has voted to reverse a jury's decision to award a million bucks in damages to the family of a man shot and killed by police in 2019. The ruling was four to three. Damages were originally rewarded to the family of Jeffrey Tyree, who was shot and killed by Virginia Police Detective Bradley Colas. During a standoff, police responded to a report of a man trying to harm himself. When they arrived, they found Tyree. He was shot after police say he picked up a knife and approached an officer in a threatening manner. Police and prosecutors in the case determined the shooting was justified. Colas still works as a city police officer right now. The Tyree family says it is disappointed with the decision and will explore further options, such as seeking a rehearing and reconsideration with the Supreme Court of Virginia. A Northern Virginia man who was convicted nearly a decade ago of supporting the Islamic State group is now being accused of violating his terms of release. According to court documents, the FBI photographed Ali Shukri Amin meeting with a convicted Taliban supporter three different times back in 2021. Prosecutors say Amin is barred from meeting with known extremists. Amin was only 17 when he was sentenced for spreading Islamic State propaganda on social media. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. You're with WTOP. I'm Dean Lane. Hi there, it's Scott from Pentatonix. So from the beginning of our journey in music, the foundation has been music education. It's so incredibly important that we continue to show kids the importance of music in our schools, in our homes, and even in the car. Music is such a powerful expression of emotion and individuality, and we are responsible for keeping the love for music alive. This message is courtesy of the United States Air Force. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP News. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 
The Capitals outlasted the rival Penguins in an overtime shootout 3-2 to snap a two-game slide. Nicholas Backstrom's score won it in the shootout, but Darcy Kemper's 35 saves were key in his first season in this Caps-Pens rivalry, telling NBC Sports Washington. It felt like a playoff game right from the start, and uh, we came out with huge jump, which was awesome. Got uh, that one laughing lead, and, you know, we were able to get it done. Took us all the way to the shootout, but we, we got the win. At Maryland, the Terps beat Michigan 72-64 in a Big Ten battle of ranked women's teams, and fittingly, a game played at X. Infinity Center had an X-Factor off the bench, Coach Brenda Freeze. The X-Factor was live here with just big moments, big shots, uh, having the confidence to step up, and just a really tremendous team win. Lavender Briggs had 14 points. Diamond Miller had game highs of 23 points and five steals before fouling out. Maryland has won four straight in 10 of their last 11 games. The NBA All-Star Game captains have been announced. LeBron James will serve as one, as he has in all six years of this format, and Giannis Antetokounmpo will be a captain for the third time in his career. The two will select their teams live just before the start of the February 19 exhibition game. The first NFL head coaching domino has finally fallen as the Carolina Panthers chose Frank Reich over interim coach Steve Wilkes, one of the black coaches in the racial discrimination suit against the league in multiple teams. A Wilkes representative said, quote, we are shocked and disturbed by the move. And that, quote, there's a legitimate race problem in the NFL that will be addressed in the coming days. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. This is WTOP News. House Republicans are planning their first hearing into the Biden administration's COVID response. The House Committee on Energy and Commerce has summoned top federal health officials from the CDC, FDA, and NIH, we're told. Bloomberg News reports this week that the committee has requested information on how much COVID funding remains, how many tests were actually purchased, and documents related to the oversight of the Wuhan Institute. Republicans are hoping to make good on that campaign promise to investigate the origins of the COVID pandemic. The hearing now formally set for February 8th, we're told. The man who killed eight people after racing a truck down a Hudson River bike path back in 2017 is when this happened. He's now been convicted of murder charges this week. A jury found Saifolo Saipov guilty of all eight murder and 18 attempted murder charges. The 34-year-old Uzbek native told investigators that he was apparently inspired to carry out the attack by Islamic State videos that he watched on his phone. The jury will return next month to hear more evidence to help decide if he should be executed or spend the rest of his life in prison. Top stories we're following on WTOP. Five former Memphis officers are charged with second-degree murder and the death of Tyree Nichols. Body cam footage of the arrest is expected to be released later today, Friday night, here at home, police in D.C. gearing up for potential protest. FDA advisors now say it's time for just one type of COVID vaccine. And National Archives is asking representatives from presidential administrations as far back as Ronald Reagan to verify that no classified documents are in their files. More on these developing stories in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks on WTOP. All right, authorities responding to a new crash reported to be on Little River Turnpike between Backlick Road and John Marr Drive reportedly involving an overturned vehicle. Sounds like Fairfax Fire and Rescue as well as Fairfax County Police are on scene. You may find the road uh, stopped in both directions as a result. Down in Woodbridge, still dealing with the crash northbound Route 1 uh, between Opitz Boulevard and Featherstone Road. The northbound lanes closed as a result of crash cleanup southbound side you were getting by. In North Arlington, Wilson Boulevard westbound closed between North Troy Street and North Beach Street. That as a result of a water main break. We're hoping to have the road reopen around 6 a.m. this morning. 
for now expect to be redirected through the side streets to get around that closure does not affect the eastbound side of Clarendon Boulevard headed toward uh, Roslyn. Now, if you're traveling in 95, still working northbound, they head north of the truck scales up toward the exit for Dale City. Single right lane gets you by as of late. Delays have been brief. Good news, work that was on the interloop of the Bellway between 123 and the Dulles Toll Road. That work zone has been cleared. All lanes have been reopened. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Looking at a pretty good couple of days here as we begin to end the month of January. It has been a very warm month, and it looks like that warmth wants to continue. Going to be above average again on our Friday. Starting off cool, so stepping out the front door, you'll need the coats. Uh, temperatures, though, rebounding into the mid-40s, going 47 in the city. That is above average. Now we will see sunshine, too, so not bad at all. Saturday looking great. We'll see a mix of clouds and sun. Look for high temperature into the low 50s. We're going 54 in the city. Then on Sunday, a high temperature of 53. Now, we will see plenty of clouds on Sunday. That ahead of our next storm system that moves in late Sunday into Sunday night. That's when most of the rain falls. Not expecting a big storm, but again, we will see rain Sunday night into very early Monday morning. But most of Monday should be dry. Monday's high temperature, I'm going 52 degrees. So, yeah, more 50s across the region. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. Brought to you by New Look Home Design, the roofing experts. Call 1-800-279-5300. This is WTOP News. Well, in the morning and out to school. You know, we all had that one teacher who changed our lives in some way, instilled a love for learning and helped us see the world differently. Now, one of those teachers locally in northwest Washington, we hear, is being singled out for his extraordinary impact. It's, in, it's incredibly it's incredibly humbling. Jamar Roundtree, or Coach as he's known, is one of the five teachers in the running for the nation's top teaching honor. The Center City Public Charter School educator teaches physical education, but does a whole lot more than getting kids moving. I've been opening up class with, how do you feel today? What's going on? What, what does it feel like to carry around some of the things that you're carrying around? Creating a space for his young students, pre-K through 8th grade, to have a voice and feel safe. While Coach Roundtree says teaching isn't easy, helping kids grow and change is worth it. Being able to do that for more than one person or more than one child is amazing. Shana Stulen. WTOP News. And a local heads up for you. The 2023 National Teacher of the Year will be announced officially come this spring. Artificial intelligence scanners will be demoed for Prince William County students and parents alike over the next month. We're told that comes as the county considers whether or not to use them in schools to detect potential weapons. The Prince William School Board has asked the Board of Supervisors to consider helping fund the multi-million dollar investment if the public approves of the plan to have the scanners in schools. Manassas City Schools agreed back in December to pay for the scanners to be used at Osborne High. Fairfax County Public Schools have already hired more than 50 teachers for next year, with dozens of others expected to join soon. But now, school leaders wonder whether or not they're paying enough to compete with another large school system next door in Prince William County. Five years from now, if we look back and we're like, what happened to the FCPS brand? Like, how did we break? That's school board member Abraro Mesh, who wonders if the county is lagging behind and how much teachers are paid. COVID was a moment, but really, I think that our decisions in the aftermath of that, including this piece right now, are important. The county's proposed $3.5 billion budget would give teachers a 3% raise, but in neighboring Prince William County, teachers are projected to get 5%. Fairfax ranks fifth out of nine counties in our area in total career earnings earnings this year. Board member Laura Jane Cohen. Why would I go somewhere where we're fifth, ninth, eighth? I just think we're just going to keep shedding people. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. 
You're listening to WTOP News. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. The sun's shining, birds are singing, and all feels right in the world. Until the season changes and suddenly everything seems darker, less lively, and you lose your motivation to get out of bed. If you struggle with depression, you're not alone. In fact, one in five people experience some form of depression. And no matter the time of year, it may affect your behavioral or physical ability to live a happy life. At the American Psychiatric Association Foundation, we understand what you're going through. And we're here to help. Our vision is to build a mentally healthy nation for all. Because we want you to live your best life and be your best you all year round. We work every day to eliminate stigma, combat mental illness and substance use disorders, and advance mental wellness. If you or someone you love needs help, you are not alone. Please visit MentallyHealthyNation.org to learn more. When you see smoke on the horizon, you turn on WTOP. Because WTOP is first with the news when seconds count. Day or night, our reporters are live on the scene when news happens. We're here in Delray. Breaking news from Ruston. We're in Hyattsville. So whether it's a fire or some other breaking story, you'll be up to date. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. Money News at 25 and 55 on WTOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Wall Street heads into the Friday session with stocks at a nearly eight-week high. Latest earnings and economic reports suggested the economy and corporate profits may be doing better than expected. All of the major averages are higher for the week. Boeing has pleaded not guilty to a criminal charge in a case revolving around two crashes of its 737 MAX. The case is unusual because Boeing thought it had settled the issue when it reached a deal with federal prosecutors two years ago. But some victims' relatives are challenging the settlement because they weren't told of secret talks between Boeing and the Justice Department. Amazon has put up the for sale sign on a Bay Area office complex less than 18 months after buying it. The 29-acre Metro Corporate Center is vacant. The sale is part of Amazon's latest effort to unwind its aggressive pandemic-era expansion. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. This is WTOP News. Kids across America are going to school hungry. Millions of kids every day. But one simple thing can help change all of this for a hungry child in America. Good, healthy food and the energy it brings. With help from caring people across America, No Kid Hungry is providing healthy meals and hope to hungry kids so they can build better futures. To learn more about ending child hunger in America, go to helpnokidhungry.org today. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Download the WTOP.